Hi, Joe Doyle here. As a former bricklayer turned property investor, I would not be where I am today if I didn't first learn the art of business. Nowadays, a big part of my life is helping other tradesmen grow their business and create wealth by sharing my knowledge, insights, and experience. Welcome to the Tradesman Survival Guide podcast. All of the strategies discussed in my podcasts are taken directly from my book, The Tradesman Survival Guide, which is available at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash TSG. TSG, of course, being Tradesman Survival Guide. Hey, Joe. Lukey, what's happening, my man? Are you winning? What's the crack? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Come here, listen. I'm just recording this call, and we're going to roll with the podcast, and I'll cut out that, that that's not fit for... Uh, you and consumption, so don't worry about that, man. Yeah, um, <laughs> right, but listen, yeah. it's an opportunity to get the business out there. Um, I should have yeah. really been pushing it on behalf of you guys a little bit before now because we're having all these yeah. really interesting conversations about business. They're not scripted or anything like that. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's an opportunity to to put the put the. Uh, yeah, because I used to. Uh, I I listened to I think every one of them before I uh, gave any money, <laughs> but before oh, no. uh, like like the last. What was it? They came out, but it was over a year ago. It wasn't twenty nineteen, was it? Uh, whatever. Yeah. When when you started, was, was it? No, no. When I was listening to them, like I listened to them all. I remember first, right? Um, of all the different lads in the groups and stuff. I used to have them on Spotify driving around. Really, very good. So yeah. it was, yeah, it was really good at the time. Like I learned loads off before I even came into the group. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I need to just improve it a little bit more. Um, we're after rebranding it now as the Tradesman Survival Guide rather than yeah. the Tradesman Support Group because that, that name, the Tradesman Support Group, it never really took off even though yeah, we built yeah. the support group. So what we've actually got going on now is I'm after writing my book, The Tradesman Survival Guide, right? Yeah. And the podcast is called The Tradesman Survival Guide. Everything will be called The Tradesman Survival Guide. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm going to be running ads on... Um, on my Facebook page telling people to go to the podcast when they go yeah. to the podcast it says basically the intro says all the items discussed here are included in my book you can catch it at joedoyle.ie forward slash TSG so I'm sending people from Facebook to the podcast they're listening to the podcast and at that point they either hate me or love me chances, are, the book, chances are they love me they'll go to buy the book <laughs> we'll catch them on the website We'll have our Facebook pixel there to retarget them around then, and it just all kind of follows around. That's the plan, anyways, you know. So is um, that is that if people click through from Facebook to the website, you can pick up on exactly who it is? Is that what that is? Yeah. So what it is is um, it's a little bit of code that Facebook give you that you put onto your website, and what it does is Facebook can then pick up. Uh, let me tell. Make sure I'm saying this to you correctly. So Luke goes mm. to my website. And then he goes onto his face. Now, hold on. Luke goes to my website. The the pixel tags him with his... Not tags him, but picks up his IP address or whatever, yeah? Yeah. And then when he goes on to... When he goes on to the Facebook again, it says, oh, there's Luke. He was on Joe's site. Let's show him Joe's ad. Ah, very good, yeah. And that's why you know... That's you good, isn't it? Yeah, it's very powerful stuff. And it's... Yeah. Like, Facebook is tracking your off... Your off Facebook activity. And how it's tracking the off Facebook activity is by the pixel, which is the bit of code belonging to Facebook that all the website owners have put onto their website. And that's how yeah. you, you see ads then that's... Uh, you see ads on Facebook when you're at the being on a, a particular website. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Like it's powerful stuff. Um, what happened to me one day? Like I was saying to people, you know the way I'd be telling people, 
like don't call your company a limited name don't give the limited name of your company the official trading name call it something different and i remember yeah. seeing that like paddy power was a company registered in malta or something like that so i went onto the website and then i was getting fucking ads from bleeding for horse racing and football and all sorts <laughs> of bullshit and i have no respect whatsoever for gambling like i'm like yeah, yeah. bleeding things you know um <laughs> now i don't know if it just stopped after a while um or i had to go in and uns- unsubscribe or I, I can't remember doing that specifically but the ads stopped coming yeah. after a while i think i just blocked them uh, right. but, but then also facebook is running a thing called the facebook ad network did you ever hear that no so do you know what adsense is no so if you've got if you've got a, a website that gets a lot of traffic you can put this little uh little ad box on it where google will show ads on your website to other oh people. yeah sorry yeah yeah, yeah yeah for other stuff like for other stuff yeah which to be honest yeah, i don't display, know why it's display network or something Dis- isn't it on the display ads and banner ads and stuff like you have you can you have the option of doing those on uh on um google ads yes you can do either search or display i know a few i'm on a few window cleaning forums or you know you go in and read them and uh, there's always window cleaning banner ads for little tiny companies like suppliers in England, but it's very obviously very targeted. Very so targeted. they use that space, like yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's the whatever. I think it's I thought it was called AdSense. I think it's called AdSense from the yeah, advertisers' point is. of view. Yeah, yeah. And then, but it's called the Facebook Ad Network. Look, it's the same thing, uh, but it basically means that you're you're getting followed all over the place. But I remember yeah. somebody sent me a picture of my ad on sky news or sky sports website or something like that and it makes you think it makes people think that geez look at he's advertising on sky sports now <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just g- getting out there so it's a uh, powerful yeah. stuff but like all all your uh all your different marketing activities and all your different products they should become part of an ecosystem yeah you know, all together. that's what i'm trying to do at the minute with uh with mailchimp as well collecting everybody's um collecting everybody's details um because i uh, i put this yoke on like my my website the, the way i want people to contact me is to like, like a, get a quote submission because then i have their address their email their number yes um and once they do that i used to have to manually copy and paste everything over into my uh service mate the yoke i was telling you about for like a schedule so crm yeah and uh, yeah yeah so i used to manually put everything but then i figured out that you could actually get the email from the website sent directly to, to my crm so now all i have to do is open up my crm and i see three new inquiries and i have all their details right in front of me do you know what i mean and then they're saved automatically saved onto mailchimp so they're there Brilliant. then forever so i'm just starting to build up i had about 200 there a month ago and i'm up to like 350 now because every inquiry where i get them or not like I was only ever putting existing customers into Mailchimp, whereas now I'm putting all inquiries in, you know? Right, and do you know, do you know that you can up, upload that? To Facebook for the lookalike thing? Yeah, do you know that? Yeah, yeah, that's my next plan. Yeah. yeah that's why I, I didn't know that until I watched one of your videos, one of them Facebook videos. So that's why I started doing it, was to yeah. start getting a database of uh, similar clients, because they're all going to be similar. Like, they're all going to be homeowners in their kind of 30 to 70 range or whatever um, yes. and whatever interests in homes or whatever um, yeah like so they're not they're like not teenagers put it that way yeah, yeah yeah exactly so that's it'll become it's still a fairly wide net but um, I'm sure Facebook will whittle it down if I, if I upload say 500 similar people like yeah well you know the problem that we have now and I, like it's early days so we don't know what's going to happen is this new 
privacy thing. Um, so you know that Apple and Facebook are at war at the minute. You know that, don't you? No. So Over what? So look, Apple's business model is they'll bring you out some piece of hardware and they'll charge you a fortune for it and then you can use it then. So like the Macs and all are mad expensive. Facebook's business model is we'll give you all this stuff for free as a user yeah. and we'll sell your data to advertisers. And now yeah. Apple is saying, well, we don't want you selling the data of our users to advertisers. So that's right. effectively what they're doing. See the way we're talking about lookalike audiences and all that. Yeah, it's mad that you're actually able to do it, to be honest. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's but good, like, but... Well, here's the thing. Uh, the new iOS update, whatever number it is, when that comes out, which is coming out like now, soon, this, this the next couple of weeks, um, if not this month, um, basically everybody has to opt in to, privis- to uh, privacy, is it privacy sense or that? Basically everything has to opt in to allow each individual app to store information on you or not. Right. Now, everybody's like, oh yeah, me privacy, like this is great. But what's going to happen is people are going to start seeing very non-relevant ads. And I think yeah, it's going to yeah, piss yeah, them off nothing. more than anything else, you know. Yeah. You know. Is that like because I know with GDPR you have to you have to opt in now, um, but that's like like America. I don't think are up to scratch with that stuff at all. I think they, I think GDPR is very Europe. I think it is just Europe, isn't it? That it is, yeah. operates on. And it was GDPR. brought in purely from for Facebook. Yeah. Like I, I think it's like th- there are people are. Look, here, here's one way to make sure nobody robs your data. Yeah. Stop fucking posting pictures of where you are, who you're with, and what you're <laughs> fucking eating. There you go. Yeah, it's as simple yeah. as that. I seen something on a Waterford Whispers there a while ago, right? And it was like, <laughs> you know, you know the Waterford Whispers the way they always do the, yeah. the one. Of, um, man who has Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Snapchat, WhatsApp, uh, Tinder, Grinder, um, Squarespace, MySpace, whatever. Man who has all these accounts is very concerned about his online privacy. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's the same thing. Like, just stop putting the stuff on there. Um, I'd yeah. say it might go too far one direction in favour of blocking off people getting access to data. And then I might veer back a little bit because, to be honest, like, yeah. so what? Like, Facebook, I don't, to be honest, I couldn't give a bollocks about being yeah. targeted with ads or whatever. It's up to you whether you want to buy it or not at the end of the day. Like, yeah. um, But I... Uh, I'd say Facebook might bring out something where they're like, if you want to keep using this, you have to opt in type thing. Like I'm sure. No, see, they don't point. have control over that because what happens is Apple have control over it in the App Store. So if the if you don't comply with Apple's terms and conditions, they won't let you on the App Store. Right, jeez, that's mad, isn't it? I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, like there's 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 big killings over it, like like yeah. between the two of them. There's uh, it's you not know, good for business either, is it? If like if. Uh, so Facebook are saying I'm going to be going with it, yeah. Facebook are saying that it's going to co- drive the ad cost up, but I believe that if we start getting less results from our ads, we got like nobody even talks about Google Ads anymore. Yeah. But they were they were the the one and only thing for a long time. So if if Facebook ads start getting expensive, people are going to move to other channels, and then Facebook have got going to have no choice but to reduce their ad cost. Yeah. It's as simple as that. I think we're going to be able to target people based on their demographics, but we're not going to be able to ba- target them based on their uh, their interest usage. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's the difference between Google Ads, which is based on a keyword search. Someone puts in, "I need a window cleaner in Sagard," and then yeah. um, 
interests someone who just happens to be liking pictures of windows getting cleaned you know yeah yeah so it's kind of subliminally capturing your your behavior in the facebook sense but it's not on the uh on the keyword it's a a different thing you know that's why i'm just i'm using google ads at the minute and just i've gone back to what i used to do it if like Maybe two years ago, I was using it, but I wasn't using it properly. And even now, I was still running ads, spending kind of five, six hundred euro a month. But I hadn't a clue how much I was getting in return. I had an idea that I was getting a good few calls because my website doesn't rank very highly on uh, on uh, on normal, on kind of natural search. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I knew I was getting a good few calls because people would be like, "Oh, I've seen your website there." So, but I'm just after changing now that I put a conversion trackers on the website, so. If someone comes in from a Google Ads ad and then a conversion would be sending me a quote request or sending me a, a contact form submission really? so I can see. Or if they ring me, I have a, a phone tracking thing. So if they call me after clicking on, then I'll get a conversion. I'll, I'll see the conversion as well. So I'm able to see how much it's costing me. Things cost me three or four euro per conversion. And I find that any any now it's not a conversion it's a conversion into a lead as opposed to into a job if you know what i mean yeah of course um, yeah you still I, have to I, close uh, that lead yeah i still have to convert them into a job i find my end to convert is so much easier after they've been on the website it's nearly like they're just expecting to like nine nine eight or nine times out of ten i'll convert them into a job Brilliant. after being on the website and after it's like they're just sending the information to book the job type thing if you know what i mean I find it yeah. an awful lot better. So they're, they're ready to be closed, like they're yeah, ready to close yeah. the deal. Because they've already seen my prices, there's no surprises really. Um, um they see everything that is gonna kinda happen. So I find it a lot better. So three or four euro is pretty good if I'm getting a couple of hundred euro off each of them. Yeah, for um, sure, man. Yeah. And and see what you're so, saying with that conversion there, that was kind of the same with me with the podcasts. If anybody heard the podcast, they they were generally they were ready to purchase. Well. Yeah, because they're high, highly interested in it. You know, if you're listening to a podcast on it, then um, it just means you're ready to go. <laughs> like, so it's a, yeah, it'd be a lot off like easier to close. Yeah, definitely. And actually, you know, an, an interesting thing for anybody even listening into this colleague, like, we haven't even told them what line of work you're in, right? But this is yeah. th- this this is what it is. Like business is business, regardless. Like no you could be, in, yeah. yeah, you could be. I'm looking in my office here. You could be selling bins, dust pans, Ford extinguishers. Uh, magnetic stickers of animals on a whiteboard um, <laughs> anything at all it's the same concept and i think that's a mistake that so many business owners make is that they think that their business is unique to them and the world but yeah. it's not yeah let me listen to that uh what's this uh, cash flow quadrant and oh, yeah, talking about biz- biz- yeah all he's talking about is business systems in one of the chapters and it's just that they're all the same at the end of the day. Like if you like if you can learn how to be an expert in Google Ads, you'll do it for window cleaning and you'll do it for magnetic signs on a on a board. Like you'll do it no matter what. So it's just a good, that's what I just want to get. I want to become an expert in Google Ads. When I'm an expert at that, I'll move on to something else. Then. Not that I'll ever be an expert. You know what I mean? I want to be. I want to confident. know exactly what I'm kind of. Yeah, yeah. I want to be confident and then I always keep learning on it. But I can move on to like I might start looking at leaflet marketing then or something else that I can track my conversions because it's all the same at the end of the day. I was going to use that. Uh, I was going to use that phone call you were saying, um, where you can you get the whisper beforehand. I was going to put a different number on a load of leaflets. Yes. And uh, and get them delivered, and I'd be able to track my conversions that way. Because leaflets is old school. Like you're not going to be able to, um, unless you're asking them, where did you get me? Yeah. Uh, 
how to find her or whatever. But if that whisper comes on, I can just write down each time that one of them calls comes in. And it just gives you an idea. And I get, yeah, 12,000 leaflets and I get 10 calls and that's pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you see, things things come back, come in and out of fashion, if that makes sense. You know, like if, why, yeah. why does leaflets stop working? Leaflets stop working because every time you go to your hall, or there's bleeding 10 of them on the ground, yeah? Yeah. Now, yeah. if there was no leaflets there ever, you'd be like, oh, jeez, look, there's leaflet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you and you be looking at it, you know. So, yeah. like, you have to keep your finger on the pulse, is what is what I be thinking. Yeah, um, one thing I started doing because I found that the leaflets are just noise. Like it's like it, unless it lands in perfectly face up with a window cleaner looking at you, and you need a window cleaner, then you're not going to get a call. But I started to do uh, door hanger leaflets. So, do you ever go to a hotel where you have a? A leaf that hangs on a door. Yes. Like do not do not disturb. I started getting them ones printed, and I hooked them on the actual door. So if someone was walking up to their door, they'd see this hooked on the great idea on yeah. the handle. You know, so they worked a bit better. Still not great, you know, to be honest. But um, and there's a bit of in an area. There's a bit of time involved, isn't there? In uh, yeah, yeah. Like I get the lads if they're if they're in a nice estate or somewhere I'm trying to get into, like in around Donnybrook or something, I always just put a note on saying, throw out a few leaflets if you have time. Because the van will be there anyway. People will be looking out the window thinking, oh, he's getting his window stone. And then if they get a leaflet in, it just, they might just keep it there and ring me in even two months' time, you know? But it's a bit slow and it's hard to know what sort of response you get. But I want to try to get back into it. That's how I originally started. And I know there's big companies in the UK like doing kind of a million plus revenue and their only marketing is leaflets. That's um, interesting. Yeah, the window cleaner, one of them is Priorist, they're doing, all they do is leaflets, that's it. He said, I remember listening to him, he, he did uh, he did everything, he did TV ads and everything, and he just always came back to, to leaflets, so that's all he does now. Now, he does like, I think hundreds of thousands of leaflets every couple of months, like it's a ridiculous amount, but that's all he spends his money on. Very good. Come um, here, listen, hold on a minute, yeah. Just I, I'm, I'm breaking my own rule here, right? I'm, I'm looking at my phone as I'm talking to you, and I'll just see something. <laughs> well done, Luke Joyce. My wife was watching the, the home makeover show on RT <laughs> last night, and I glanced at the TV to see your company named on the end credits. Yeah, that was some spot. I don't know how he's seen that. And do you notice that, now that's by Noah Bulger, we may as well name him and, and congratulate him or shame him here, but... He's he's blaming the wife watching the home makeover <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, and he only looked up at the very end to see. The <laughs> Just at the exact moment he looked up to see your name. What were you doing there? Tell us about that. Uh, I was doing disinfecting for. Uh, so I went into the disinfecting at the start of COVID. I kind of was shit myself a bit that the window cleaning and gutter cleaning type thing was going to be. I remember at the time at the start, no one really knew what was going to be happening. So I uh, I just said I'd start doing. The disinfectant. So it was interior bio mist where you spray um, a kind of disinfectant and it goes, it mists the whole room and goes into every kind of nook, nook and crevice Very and it, it kills killed any viruses and stuff. So I started doing that because I would have done, like, I'm up on a farm in, in Dublin, so I would have done chemical spraying beforehand for weeds and herbicides and for disinfecting kind of sheds with diseases and all that sort of stuff. So I kind of knew what I was at anyway and I had the cleaning business, so I went into that. Yeah, yeah, it was just easy to combine the two. Um so I went into uh I went into the disinfectant and I started doing it for kind of construction sites. If it was a suspected case, they used to I think they still do close down the site. We're doing it for a few different construction companies, like on a kind of retainer that I'll be out there within uh kind of two, three hours. Um it's really good money, so I kinda just drop everything and go if I get one of them calls. So 
was doing that, that for them and nursing homes and a few shops and that when they were opening them back up. And then uh, a mate of mine is a, a builder. There's no Pete the Builder. Did you ever see him on... A, he's on that show. Um, uh, that RT show. show. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like RT's builder. Um, yeah, he's, from, he's from Sagart. He's from Sagart. So I, you probably know him to see because he's on Facebook and that as well. But he, uh, he gave me a shout then because they were doing the the makeover show so they go in and they pick three rooms on a house and they kind of transform them so but they were going into houses in the height of covid so they needed the whole house to be disinfected first and then the builders would go in do their stuff and then we'd arrive after the kind of rt set had been in as they were just leaving we used to be arriving and we disinfect before the family could go back very in good. very good so we did that for seven or eight episodes i think there was um so we got into the credits and they had filmed us doing it and um, that's what i was hoping the sweetener and the whole deal would be that we'd be on the telly because um, they record like the RT were filming us doing it a couple of times but I don't think it never made it you can see the van in the background of a, <laughs> uh, a few of the shots that was the claim to fame and then the, the credit as well I was going mad that we only, we only got the credits but Noel's seen this fair play to Noel yeah Jesus good man yeah, actually you know what yeah. now that we're just on this topic right um, I, I, I filmed a, a TV show there a little while ago called Eating with the Enemy yeah right right and they cut me is out. It out yet, is it? Was it? <laughs> they cut, they you, cut me out. And you know, out? They cut me out because I was I was not a big bad landlord. They cut me out because I was absolutely sound. That was the problem there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and the person who they were having us to uh, to argue with completely sided with me because landlords are the savior of the world, if you ask me. You know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But they cut me out. But they left me in the credits. And people are like, did I just see you on the teddy there? I was like, ah, look, they cut me out. Don't worry about it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they cut us out as well. I think in fairness, the reason they were they were told from RTE that um, any of them shows was supposed to be like a break from COVID. So they didn't want COVID coming into every TV show they were yes. filming as well. And if they had it, had us walking around disinfecting, I think they just would have been like, fucking, here's more COVID, you know? Yeah, they, like, there's always from, an agenda, you know? News, news, news to that and then back to the news. So I think that's why they were kind of told from uh, the hierarchy not to kind of include that in any of the shows or to keep it to a minimum anyway. Yeah. Um, so I think they got a few shots of hand sanitizers and that, but that was about it. Yeah, which is just good manners now nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just for probably late loads. Well, I, I was now, yeah. I was analysing why they cut me out of of that show, right? And uh, <laughs> I was thinking, is that the reason you gave yourself that you were too sound? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I just <laughs> I, like I, I I decided myself I was just too much of a nice bloke that uh, I didn't fit the agenda because th- this is what they had there, right? And I don't even know if I'm you know you sign forms. I don't know if you're if you're not supposed to talk about it, but like you know, sue me if you want. Maybe that can tell you. Yeah. Um, so they had this girl. She's actually a very nice girl. They had this girl who was part of a kind of a, a tenant rights action group and yeah. she was pregnant right and she had been homeless in the past yeah so right. they had her out eating with the enemy and the enemy was like this big bad landlord you know and uh, yeah. i just rocked up and i was just like you know the only like i'm just an ordinary bloke i just do what i do you know and it's like i could have ended up homeless myself only for i made a few decisions that pushed me further down the line as opposed to push me back the line and uh yeah. we're chatting away and you know, I was like, Jesus, there's not enough confrontation here to make good telly, I'd imagine, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially if that's what the telly is supposed to be, yeah. Well, it's fucking called Eating with the Enemy, isn't it, like, so you can't... Uh, did it, it air with a different landlord, didn't it, or did it have a few on? 
No, they had loads of different people on with different walks ah, right, of life, yeah. but they didn't have any land. I, I was the, I was the flying the flag for the landlords. Oh, and, I get uh, you. Sorry. Like I, I was basically the guy that was going to be responsible there for uh, having the whole country homeless and all that. Um, Jeez, they they could have. Imagine they started cutting sentences out or something and made you into something you weren't. Like that's the, <laughs> uh, yeah, that possibly dangerous. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I I'd be thinking like, there's enough content with with me out there online now that. You actually know who I am without too yeah. much difficulty. I'm sure I would have made a few blips by now if I was, uh, I, I don't know, like, what would you say? If In I was, any if way, I, yeah, yeah, if it wasn't your real persona, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I was actually bleeding rage and I was on, uh, I was on Paddy's night, it was, the clip uh, um, with me on it and all, coming <laughs> up on tonight's episode and all. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, you know what, I'm going to get my own TV show and I'm going to let none of them on it. But uh, <laughs> this is just uh, the light. But I, I always say to people, even see the way, like, you know, we're jumping on for the chat here. Um, yeah. Like, never miss an opportunity to promote yourself. If somebody yeah. asks me to do something, I say, yeah. There's a load of little teenagers. They'll be messaging me because they're setting up podcasts on their bedroom. I'm like, yeah, of course, I'll do it for you. No problem. I'd be only more than happy to, ch- there, to yeah. chat to some lad for a few minutes. And if he kind of aspires to be, you know, a little bit entrepreneurial or a little bit like me and... Even if it's pod, even if I'm the only person that ever hears his podcast, but it just gives him a little bit of motivation to maybe go out and set up a business or something like that. You know, yeah, I'm I'm happy to do that. You know, just yeah, never yeah. you never know what can come of it. You know, yeah, no, I'm starting to do stuff like that now myself. To be honest, yeah, even looking out for it as well. Any sort of any sort of ways of getting the paper on as well, and that's what I'm, I'm thinking at the minute. Yeah, look, well, you um, see, look, I said it to you from this. Yeah, you better give your your business a, a plug here before we end this call because. Uh, yeah, yeah. The clean the cleaning company dot e um, for window cleaning, gutter cleaning, power washing, and disinfecting, covering the whole kind of the greater Dublin area, particle there in Wicklow as well. But generally operating around Dublin. Yeah, not very, very good. It'd be, it'd be a shame if we didn't get that one. And actually, sorry, you know what? Yeah. I was a, a guy rang me there a few weeks ago. Well, a woman from a radio station asked me would I go on and do do an interview. And uh, what? Um, oh, actually, I must actually post that interview on 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 online. But I didn't give myself a plug while I was there. I was like, I won't fucking make that mistake again. Yeah. You know, just like, we have Joe on the phone here. How's it going? You know, um, yeah. y- you need to get out there, in my opinion, and just yeah. plug away as much as you can. Uh, but you know what I said to yourself there, Luke. You're approaching this business as a business at all times. You're not just approaching it as something to to spend your time at. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's no, important definitely. that uh, you know, you know, I'm always willing to to give you a bit of recognition for that. That you you're thinking as a business owner, regardless of how big or small or how far you are in your business, which is uh, which is important yeah, because yeah. you will become who who you set out to become. Then you know. But yeah, uh, now it's, it's savage stuff, man. Look, we didn't get a chance to dive into any numbers or anything like that. You completely distracted me there with all your TV appearances <laughs> on the credits and all, you know. Uh, <laughs> come here. Uh, I'm going to have to jump onto another call here, but uh, is there anything you need to yeah, ask me before cool. we wrap up? Um, uh, yeah, the only thing I wanted to ask you was... Well, I don't even know if I want to ask you. I just want to kind of run a play. Just Go for it, yeah. I'm, I'm booked out now till May. Okay. Um, and just struggling with like, like books out of ground for kind of construction and stuff. I'm getting phone calls and I'm saying, yeah, listen, I won't be able to clean your windows until May. They're just like, good luck, you know. So I, yeah, uh, I'm getting another van. I'm leasing it, so I'm, I'm just leasing it just to get it on the road as kind of as quick as possible. I'm just getting all the equipment for it. Um, I'm taking on two. So I've taken on two new full time lads. Um. I'm just one, just quality control, really. Is there any anything I can be doing to 
I'm just shit myself now or I'm going to stress myself too far, too quick. Just go to every um, job every day. Yeah, but then I won't have to. Like, even I'm at a job now, I don't kill a sea hotel nice and nice. And I'm on the job with my laptop open here in the van. Like, I'm getting fuck all admin stuff done. And I'm so busy now that if I don't get to it for one day, I'll be on a Sunday then doing it, you know? So I... Um, yeah. Like, is there any other... Is there any sort of... Like, I know there's lads in the UK who do window cleaning and they give their lads a tenner a day if they finished within the time they were supposed to and with no complaints from customers or something like that. Is there any sort of rewards type thing? I could be doing or I just find that financial rewards is generally not the uh, the way to go I just I just believe that that it's you know we need something else we need a tight little mm. system there to be honest you know yeah like at the minute I'm going to be checking just once a week I go to a job at random and I've told them that as well the lads that like, you need to be keeping up with it. like I've told them I'm expanding and I need just to be 100% and not because I find if I leave them for if I can leave them on their own, I'm not on the job for, say, a while, the standards will start to slip, you know. They're going to be on a job, and I just know it's stuff that isn't getting done Maybe 100%. Maybe, m- many crews are you going to have? Uh, like, I'll have two lads full-time, but then I'll have a, generally a part-time fella on half the week then. Right, what you need to the factor van, in so there, four. you need to factor in weekly training. Yeah. Literally, train every week. Okay. Pick just on time. the same stuff, just refreshing, refreshing, Every refreshing. single thing. The exact same, yeah. yeah. And the days that yeah. you're not on site, text the client, hey, happy enough for everything there. Yeah, yeah. I do I have a remind, I have an automatic reminder set now. Yeah. Um, just after every job, they get a text saying, hey, are you happy enough? Let me know if there's any issues or whatever. You know what? Without, um, without fobbing you off in any way, because I don't want to answer this in, in a way that's not giving it the, the thought it deserves. Let me have a think about this. Yeah. Can we come up with something that suits so that you don't find yeah. yourself spending a lot of time? Yeah, yeah. So I, all right, I'll, I'll leave it with this then. So my plan at the minute then is once a week a random check on a job, and then once a month I was going to do a full refresher day where I head out with, with whichever crew with the two lads. So the three of us go out, and I run through absolutely everything with them again and make sure they're keeping it at that. But once a month might be a bit too long to be no, leaving not it. But that's what, that's I, I would say half a day every two weeks to be better. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's just like what what I believe you're going to need here is presence presence about checking up checking up just know that i'm kind of breathing not breathing down their neck but yeah. that i'm there and watching yeah. exactly i think that would be the most important thing you could have going on there in my opinion you know yeah right well i'm out there i have a thing about any of my yeah uh, we, we, we definitely we definitely come up with a proper plan for the next call yeah 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 right all right cheers my man thanks for time today thanks bye bye so folks that concludes another episode of the tradesman survival guide podcast don't forget that all of the tactics and strategies discussed in today's podcast are from my book the tradesman survival guide which is available to buy online at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash tsg tsg being of course short for the tradesman survival guide